be heavy. I like heavy stuff. I'm into that heavy stuff. It's gotta be heavy. The heavy sound, heavy beat. Rebel 1017 presents the Heavy in Ottawa podcast with Laura Collins and James Reed. Hello, everyone. This is Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. And I'm James. On this episode, we're going to be chatting with Colin Haynes from our Spotlight Band Bearings. And we're going to be listing some awesome events for the next couple of weeks. But first, we have uh, Stephen Delorier from FarmFest. Thanks for coming in, Stephen. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. So, James, you have a bunch of questions there. So, I would go ahead. Well, I guess first, how did this start? And, you know, where did the idea come from? Well, it honestly started in, uh, at the beginning of 2018. Our, myself and my band started booking shows for ourselves, and we just made a lot of friends, and there was a lack of an outdoor festival to be played for the average local musician to be able to get onto the lineup, and we wanted to fill that gap. And what's the name of your band? My band's Automa, and uh, we're originally from Montreal. There's not much heavier festivals around the Ottawa area, so this is, this is really awesome. It's only like four, 45 minutes-ish from the city, and obviously we've had Montebello Rock Fest and we all know <laughs> how that went down. So you guys pretty much have a perfect timing right now putting this together. Yeah, time-wise we picked a really good time and it's nice to have an, an alternative in Ontario that's not French dominated and it gives someone, it makes people more comfortable going out from here than to somewhere where they can't understand people. So for, for the bands, we're looking at the list. You have Obey the Brave, obviously uh, a big name, and Beyond Creation from Montreal. I saw them last year at the Rockfest, and they put on a hell of a show. So did you want to focus specifically on local bands? and? Yeah, well, we want to keep that. Like We have a very good... Uh, talent pool here in the area so we try to keep it as local as possible obviously if somebody if a big band would like to play we would book them but uh, this year with Obey the Brave releasing a new album and Beyond Creation getting a Juno award like we couldn't have a possible better headliners in my opinion so some of the other bands you have listed there who are who are the ones that you're most excited about this year I'm really excited for Obliterate they're sadly they're they're doing their farewell show in July so this might be the last time we get to see them in Ontario and insurrection as well. They're they're not they're they're not going anywhere. But they're gonna they're equally as known, and they're they bring it. Basically, everybody playing. We're friends with them, so there's not really anybody I'm not looking forward to seeing over the weekend. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's I'm a really great lineup. Looking through that list there, and there's not a lot of band names that I don't recognize. So it, it's pretty cool to see all the uh, all the familiar faces. It's the people who put in a lot of hard work and don't get the recognition they necessarily deserve. And like, we're all working together trying to do something about that. It's definitely a solid lineup, and then I'm also looking at some of the the bands there. You have some tribute bands there as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, there's um, there's one one Lamb of God tribute band called Sheeps of Lucifer, and they're going to be opening up on Saturday morning. They're going to be the first band that everybody wakes up to, so that's going to be quite something. That's a good hangover band to start <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, and then there's also an Alice in Chains tribute band that's going to be playing Sunday during the car show. It's a great band for a car show. Yeah, actually. That's a good segue to the car show. Yeah, it's so tell not, me a little bit about that. Not too soft, not too heavy, but the car show, we plan on having some classic cars come in, bikes, all anything that somebody's made, just special. We just want about 50 cars and like special, something that, that makes you look twice. And then we're going to have a few judges from the area that have either work in a car shop or work in a bike shop or something that are going to come judge it. And there's $500 in prizes to give away to contestants. So how would, how would someone register for the car show? There, the email's on the website, and uh, there's flyers up with our information, but you can send me an email to stephendelaurier62 at gmail.com for anybody who wants to uh, register in the car show. And I'm also working with Modified Ottawa and Hawkesbury, Hawkesbury Car Show, which are helping me find some, some participants. So who else do you have sponsoring the event? 
Right now, I have Hawksbury Toyota, which is a um, a dealership very close to where the festival is being held. We have Bose All Natural Brewing, who we're getting our we're we're gonna have their alcohol exclusively at the at the festival. Then we have a tattoo shop that's called Pure Pain, who's also gonna be on site giving tattoos. Then uh, Sol- uh, Solar uh, Solar Tech Canada, they they're Hawksbury's biggest solar panel solar panel company and a few a bunch of uh, different radio stations we have metal mental quebec which is uh, a great show showcasing heavy music from larry quebec then there's also metal addiction there's the meltdown from carlton up here and they've just been they've been honestly great they've been giving us just enough promo to get it to stay afloat above rock fest and heavy mtl crushing us so we've had lots we've been very lucky with the people that have helped us this year you got a lot of people involved. Yeah, we have a lot of people. We have yeah. dark. Like, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the band Scar for the Wicked. Yep. Their guitarist Joe is. Uh, he's the owner of Dark Moon Productions, yep. and he's been filming everyone's music videos lately. So he's just he's the man to know. I wanted him on here. We want to give him some some attention, and he's, he's doing one, great work. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. And uh, same with the band Lycanthro. They own his family owns um, a rehearsal space here in uh, here in Ottawa. And we got um, Extreme Productions from Montreal, who is helping us with some of the bo- some of the booking aspects of it, and they have a larger pro- like uh, promotional platform than I do. And Death Moth Clothing is actually the basis from Obliterate's company, and he's starting his own clothing line. So yeah. this is really awesome because you're also not also bringing a lot of local bands. You're also bringing a lot of local businesses into the mix, which is you know local supporting local. Yeah, it's the way to go. I mean, what goes around comes around. So why uh, why Van Cleek Hill? That's where I grew up. I went to high school two minutes away from where we're hosting the the festival here on the local fairgrounds, and it's just a town that when you do something, it's they're greatly supportive. No matter what you try to do, there's always going to be somebody there to help you do it. And there's no like like I said, there's no place I'd rather do it than Van Cleek Hill. And is it on somebody's property or? It's on the municipal fairgrounds, which is okay. its own. It's a privately owned land by the Agricultural Society, but it holds all the municipal events. It's about ten acres. There's on-site like real bathrooms instead of porta potties. There's a food, there's a commercial kitchen. There's going to be food trucks. It's a very very nice site. Is it the same site where the um, Oktoberfest is held as well? Yes, now? exactly. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. Cool. How many bands do you have compared to to last year? Like a very similar amount. Maybe we're. F- Five above, five under. It was a very, very similar amount, but there was no major head. Like we were, we didn't have anybody as well known as Obey the Brave, Beyond Creation, or Obliterator Insurrection the first year. But besides that, most bands playing did play last year, and I thank them for that. They, if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be happening. What do you guys do as far as uh, staging and everything else? Do you bring that in, or is that all there already? No, we bring all of that in. So you've got a whole tech crew. And we production yeah, crew we all got um, yeah, we actually have a very renowned um, sound tech that works at Piranha Bar in Montreal. His name's Alain Landero, and he he absolutely destroys a soundboard. Like he makes any band sound absolutely perfect, and we're very proud to have him. And we rented a 33 kilowatt sound system per stage, so there's going to be quite uh, quite a lot of sound coming out of Farm Fest this year. And how many stages total? Two stages. One main stage where there, it's going to be like a bar in the back with the stage, the main stage where you can picture it. And the second stage is going to be skate park oriented. There's going to be a skate park in the in the vicinity, and basically the bands are going to be playing to skaters, and there's going to be a space for the crowd to go in between. Any kind of skate competition or anything else going down? Yes, there is, but there's no 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 prizes. It's more of a friendly competition than uh, than a trophy based or anything along those lines but the, the general public will also be able to participate and come skateboard they just need to bring a helmet and their own equipment 
And I, for, I, for what I understand, there's also um, a camping option. Yes, there's the camping's on site for $10. Like there's $40 to come in for the weekend with no camping or $50 with camping. And the camping is literally 100 meters from the stage. If, you know, if during the weekend you get, a, you get too hot and you need to lie down, like you will still see the band from where your tent is. So no sleeping all weekend. Hopefully not. <laughs> right. So where can we find the tickets? The tickets are available at www.vkhfarmfest.com. And also from every band on this lineup does have tickets for sale on them at between now and the festival. So anybody that you may personally know would have some and if you can't get them online and they also will be available at the door day of the festival. Awesome. We'll make sure to post all the links on social media as well as the event poster. Uh, we're also going to hear a song from your band. So what, what, which song are we? We recently, we've actually just recently released a music video on uh, late February called Masking Madness. And that's going to be the song I'd like you guys to hear. Thanks so much for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to have been here. Here's Automa with Masking Madness. <laughs> I'm a 
That was Automa and Masking Madness. This is Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. And I'm James. Heavy in Ottawa Spotlight. And we are back here with our Spotlight Band of the Week, Bearings, and we have Colin Haynes here. Hi. Thanks for coming in. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So you guys just went to Europe yeah. on a tour. How long did you go for? Uh, we were gone for about like three weeks. Um, we flew out in like early April and we were supporting a band called Set It Off. Um, they're from Florida slash LA, I guess, kind of both. Um, all the shows were sold out, so it was absolutely incredible. Um, it was most of our first times in Europe, so we'd never really experienced anything quite like that. Um, that side of the world is amazing. I really want to move to Belgium now. Uh, Belgium was beautiful. Why Belgium? I don't know. The architecture there was just so cool. And like when I was walking around the city, it just had such a positive vibe. It was like we'd be in a square with like like hundreds of people just like walking around. And it was like silent. Everyone's just so peaceful. Everyone's so like chill there. So like, I don't know. I really liked Belgium. We had, we had a lot of fun everywhere we went. Where else did you go to? Uh, so we played seven shows in the UK. Uh, started in Dublin, Ireland, and then we did like Glasgow, and then a bunch of shows throughout England, uh, like Leeds, London, Birmingham, and then we went and crossed into mainland, and we did uh, Paris, um, Antwerp, Belgium, Amsterdam, two shows in Germany, and then we ended it off with a big festival in Belgium, in Meerhout, Belgium, called Grosjrock. Uh it, it was really awesome. I mean, it was like a lot of bands, like t- three three days of like. 40 bands playing each day kind of thing like there was European festivals are amazing crazy and there was like no barriers at the festival there was no barriers at the festival so it was just like wild it was kids were like stage diving all over each other and like I'm like this is seems unsafe you know (laughs) like how is this audio equipment gonna survive but everything everything went smooth it was great Mm -hmm. it's just what they're used to over there yeah um so I mean, I'm going to guess that Belgium was probably your favorite country then. Um, I mean, I really had fun in that one city, but... Uh, Overall then, what was your favorite country? That's a tough one. I mean, like, Scotland was pretty awesome. Yeah. I really liked Scotland. We also had just, like, a lot of... We had a lot of time in Scotland, had a few good nights, so... Scotland was really cool. I also really liked the Netherlands. Then, like, Amsterdam was beautiful. The canals and everything. Which country did you guys spend the most time in? Um... We actually spent six full, or like spent five nights, six full days in Manchester. So, I mean, England was the one we were, we were there for like half the tour. But, um, so Manchester was probably like our main hub. We flew into Manchester. We drove our van from there to Dublin, started the tour, and we were there for two days before. Then we were there for two days in the middle, and then we were there for one day at the end. So, definitely England. Okay. Yeah. Um, so co- coming back from tour then now, what's, uh, what's up next for you guys? Um, up next, we have, a, uh, we have a little like a 10-day tour in June with Belmont. Uh, they're from Chicago. And uh, there's also a Toronto band called, who used to be called Safe to Say, are now called Locket. They just announced themselves kind of like returning. And then also a band called Romancer from uh, Waterloo. And uh, it's going to be like a great, it hits Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec, and um, and a bunch of shows in the G- GTA, and it's uh, 10 days. So that's kind of a, what's up next for that. And then we've got tons more stuff that we can't touch on in, later in the year, but it'll be announced soon. Right on. So you guys have, do you have the rest of the year booked up so far or what? Pretty much, yeah. We've pretty mu- we've got until, I would say, like 
probably December kind of fully fully booked and ready to go. We've just got a, a lot of stuff we've got to figure out in that time and like work on, but lots of stuff coming up. <laughs> awesome. So you guys also just, well, I mean, it was a little while ago, but you just released your first full length. Yeah. Um, how was that? How was the response? How was the recording? How was uh, it all? Um, pretty unbelievable, honestly. Uh, recording was, uh, was interesting because uh, the, uh, the studio we did it in was in Toronto. And it's, we did it with Anton DeLost, great friend of ours, great dude. Um, his studio is pretty small, and we, we stayed there a lot of the time. So it was literally like three weeks just like cramped in this small room, just like no windows either. So it was just like anytime we, we got outside, it felt good. Other than that, it was just long days in a dark studio. But, I mean, like it was really, really awesome experience, and uh, we're, we're excited to hopefully, you know, get do it again. Um, it was just, it was just long and tiring, but <laughs> it was all worth it in the end. And the reception after we released the album, we released it in the middle of a North American tour. It was it, it, beyond our expectations. We didn't really know who was listening, who was going to care. And as soon as we put it out, like the response was incredible. And like, we've, we've been having great success ever since and things have been looking on the up. So. That's great. Mm -hmm. So we're actually going to play a song off that record. We've got uh, "Where You Are" coming up here pretty soon. But I was just, uh, what do you guys want to tell? What do you want to tell me about uh, the writing process of that? The writing process of that song? Yeah. Um, so actually, Doug, our singer, was the one who he pretty much wrote that almost all on his own. He went down with uh, and wrote it with uh, Alan from Alan Day from Four Years Strong. Uh, great band legendary band and uh but he went down and wrote that with him in boston actually and brought it to us and we were like dude this is like incredible it's the heaviest song on the record heaviest song we've ever done it's totally like separate from almost anything but it, we were like why don't we just open up with the album with it and it'll just hit hard and like i don't know people seem to really really dig the heavier side of us so definitely yeah. so here's where you are by bearings Drowning, I was fighting to 
That was Where You Are by Bearings. We're back here with Colin Haynes. I'm James. I'm Laura. I just wanted to know more about the formation of the band. How did it all come together? Uh, that's uh, far back. Five years ago or so. We, yep. uh, we were all attending music industry arts at Algonquin College, or at least me, Doug, and Ryan are who are currently. And we, um, we, we met just kind of like over time. Like Ryan and our old drummer and our like... And he, he and then our other old drummer, who was our guitar player at the time, was very far back. But they all kind of met, and they had this idea to start this band. They didn't really have all the members; they just had like drums and two guitars. But then all of a sudden, eventually, they met Doug at like some house party, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, I sing, whatever, man." Like, and it kind of came together very casually, and everyone just. I don't know, we all just kind of like, I came in and filled in for a show or whatever, and then I decided I kind of wanted to join full time. And But it was like all very slow at the start, just friends getting together, hanging out, having some beers, playing some songs, like just what we like. But then eventually things developed more into like, all right, well, why don't we try like, why don't we try hitting the road? And we just like did like a weekend and we had a blast and it was just stupid playing to like five kids a night. And we were just like, this is the best thing ever. And eventually we started doing it more and more and more. And then eventually we hit the States over, over time of just like doing it for fun. And then we came back from the States and played this Toronto show and we kind of expected, oh, we're going to play to 10 people again. And it was just like out of the blue, we were playing to like 150 kids that like all knew our songs in Toronto. And we were like, what? Like, I guess people care. <laughs> and awesome. after that, we kind of just started, like we already were taking it seriously at that point, but we didn't really realize how serious it was. And then after that, things just started like pedaling into motion and we, we started taking it seriously and eventually everything fell into place. <laughs> and then within, what, the last year or so, you've had some lineup changes. So who do we, uh, who's new in the band and what's going on now? So we had our drummer who was with us since the start. His name's Connor. He left the band and we kind of had been floating without a guitar player for a while. We just kind of had guys filling in. Um, so after Connor left... Brought in, um, and we've got guys filling in for us right now, and they're they're the best. And we plan to, you know, kind of keep them around. We've got uh, our drummer; his name is Mike. We found him on YouTube, actually. <laughs> Funny enough, he was doing like YouTube covers of like Blink One Eighty Two and Story So Far songs, and he was really really good. And we we're like, oh, this guy is sick. And then all of a sudden, we realized, like, in his bio, he's from Toronto. And we're like, oh, okay, like he's close enough to us. He's only five hours down the road, and we kind of hit him up, and he was just like, yeah, I'll come play drums for you. I don't care. And we also have our buddy playing with us, uh, Ryan Fitz. He uh, used to sing in a band called Castlefield. Shout out to Castlefield. Um, but uh, so those two guys have kind of just been playing with us lately, and we love having them around. They've been nothing but great. And, uh, and then it's myself on bass and Doug on, on lead vocals and Ryan Culligan on guitar. So that kind of like rounds out our lineup right now currently. 
Right on, man. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much for coming in mm. today. That's awesome. We can't wait to see and hear what's up next for our bearings. Thank you for having me. Thanks again, man. Rebel1017.com What do we have for event listings for the next couple of weeks, James? We've got quite a bit. So starting this Thursday, May 16th, uh, at Black Squirrel Books and at House of Targ, there's the uh, big side-by-side -side gig, Volume 3, pre-Pooza edition. So that's going to be seven amazing punk bands all on their way to Montreal for Pooza Fest. Same night, May 16th, we've got um, three more punk bands playing at the Rainbow Bistro. That'll be Hightower, In the Meantime, and Splintered Fate. Um, May 17th, 19th, in Montreal, we have Pooza Fest going down. Uh, there's going to be more than 175 bands performing in multiple venues. May 17th, Maximum Chill are kicking off their spring run at Mavericks with Veritones and Hard Labor. That'll be a mix of rock and roll and some hard rock. Tuesday, May 21st, at Prest, we have West Means Home from Florence, Anyone Anyway from Providence, and The Far New and Ryan Fitz, both from Ottawa. That'll be a mix of rock, post-hardcore, and indie punk. And then Thursday, May 23rd, we've got two gigs, one at Mavericks, Featuring Skybound, Elementals, Iliad, Cicada. Uh, and that's going to be a mixed bill featuring instrumental rock, indie grunge, progressive metal, and even some dream pop. The same night at House of Targ, we'll be seeing All Day Breakfast, The Tins, and Barrington Club Band. That'll be a mix of garage rock, indie rock, and quote-unquote poser pop punk. Tuesday, May 28th at Babylon, we have For the Fallen Dreams... Keonashi, Loser, and local bands Inherent and Stormlike Wolves, and that'll be a mix of metal and hardcore styles. Sounds like good times. Lots of good times. All right. And for last, we have The Elementals and Angel Static. This has been Heavy in Ottawa, and your hosts, Laura and James. See you again in a couple of weeks. Take care, everybody. Yeah!
listening to the Heavy in Ottawa podcast from Rebel1017.com with Laura Collins and James Reed. New episodes posted twice monthly. Join the Heavy in Ottawa Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. Heavy in Ottawa. Presented by Rebel1017.com.